Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spotify is a private company. Right. And they can do anything they want yeah. within the law. Absolutely. And um, if they want to remove those episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast, they can do that. And that is not censorship. Right. You know, Absolutely. just like, just like a, a restaurant can fire a cook, you know, who is spitting in the food. You know, they, they have, if they feel that, it's going to hurt the company. I'm, I'm just citing the Joe Rogan example, but I'm sure they've removed podcasts in the past for various other reasons that they disagreed with. But this is not like people were calling Neil Young saying he's, he's trying to cancel Rogan. He's trying to censor no. Rogan. It's like, no, well, no, first of all, he wasn't trying to do that. But at the same time, Spotify can do that. And to the Neil Young fans who were like, Oh, they chose and they got rid of Neil. No, Neil stepped away. And he right. says that on the archives and a couple of articles, like he, it was his decision to leave. Yeah, He didn't want to be there. That's what we've, we, he yeah, gave we've, them a choice. He said, yeah. listen, I can't be here if he's going to be here. And they said, well, we're going to go with Joe. And he said, okay, well, I'm going to leave. up you guys hey what's up what's up mike i'm glad you guys could do this i think it's important that we put out a bonus episode as quickly as possible since we're one of only two neil young podcasts on the planet us and and joel would yeah. don't be denied i'm sure he'll be talking about this in french um <laughs> and i you know I, i'm not dissing him by saying that i'm just saying that's you know it's it's in french it's i'm sure news. it's a we know Joel a little bit, and he's he's a pretty huge Neil dude. So, um, but yeah, this is this has become huge news, and uh, I think um, I think we should just address this immediately. So, uh, earlier today, Tom Brady officially retired from <laughs> from his football career. Fuck I mean, you. Your, your thoughts on this? I mean, I, first of all, there was you know over the weekend the whole drama, or, or, or as Patriots fans would say, all the fucking drama. Uh, that was going on with a, a, a leaked announcement or whatnot. Uh, there was also a thing where if, if he uh, if he held off until next weekend, he'd make a bonus twenty million dollars. All right, your just, thoughts? Where's Brady going next? I see. Honestly, I think the whole thing is. Uh, I think he's moving to baseball. I think he's going to so? play for the Blue Jays. 
Ah, that's a good one. Russ, what do you think? Where's Brady going next? Uh, I mean, I think he's, you know, he's going back to the farm to join all the other goats, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Long May You Young, the uh, only, I'm sorry, one of two Neil Young podcasts we know of. Uh, this one, and don't be denied, our friend Joel Desmaras Racine, who we had on the uh, last episode, uh, runs that one. Uh, my name is Mike Shu, and uh, Luke and Russ Condon also host the show. They're from the Bandtown Meeting, and this is our emergency uh, Neil Young, Joe Rogan episode. Yeah, that episode with and, Joel uh, that you spoke of uh, is a two-parter, and th- it's getting this episode is sandwiched right between them. So, oh wow! Um, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. I, 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 I most certainly don't want that. Uh, I'm a Neil Young fan. I've always been a Neil Young fan. I'll tell you a story at the end of this about that. One thing. Have you heard the story about Neil Young after? Yeah, it's Great Woods. Yeah, yeah, Great Woods. Yeah, wasn't really involved Neil Young, but that was. Uh, yeah, and also his example of him liking Neil Young is the fact that he was singing a security guy oh singing well, yeah. rocking in the free world the one song he could probably conjure hey, up in man, his he, mind he likes that song <laughs> I mean, and, then, and then when he tries to reference Joni mitchell he completely fucks it up oh yeah it says a ricky lee jones song yeah, yeah. oh my somewhere. god um so if you've been living under a rock uh neil young uh put out a statement an open letter to spotify saying uh, he doesn't like that Joe Rogan is spreading disinformation about uh, vaccines and uh, to Spotify, and it's either Joe Rogan or me. You can't have both. And uh, Neil never won to back down, put his money where his mouth is, and then a few days later pulled all his music off of Spotify. And then um, a few artists followed. And, uh, I mean, by the time of this release, who knows how many more, but it at the time of this, Joni Mitchell, Nils Lofgren. I just saw India Ari pulled her music off of Spotify. For those who don't know, Nils has been a guest on this podcast. He was amazing. We loved him. Mm-hmm. Right, go listen to yeah. that episode. Don't forget Barry Manilow also removed his music. Did he really? Did he? I think he did, yeah. Didn't I see that somewhere, that Barry Manilow? Hmm. I don't know. But I, I will took say his music off Spotify. Nails did not. Nails, uh, Nails stands with Joe. Yeah, Nails has Nails. Any, Yeah. Let's not get into that type of shit on this. I was about to go launch into a whole bit about someone, him, uh, him someone, having experimental nail sounds. Someone know. on uh, Twitter asked, uh, what did Nails think of all this thing? And I said, well, Nails already removed his, uh, his podcast, his, Neil Young, his own Neil Young podcast, To Nails Tonight, uh, <laughs> off the platform. And uh, you should listen to him on, on the platform he's starting up. So. Um, I did talk to Nails. If you don't know who Nails is, Nails Lofgren is the guy we accidentally called when we were trying to interview Nils Lofgren. Um, and he, right. he's obsessed with Supposed Nails. half-brother, right? Yes. Or something like that. Yeah, um, He's become a staple on the podcast. But I did talk to Nails, and he said he's starting his own podcast, similar to Long May You Young, where he just meticulously goes through every Joe Rogan episode. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. He he'll, be at it. he'll be at it a lot longer than oh we will. Oh my God. Every episode's five hours long, man. Like nails on a chalkboard. Nice, nice. See what I did there. But uh, so we, we did talk about this briefly on Breaking the Ice, but I feel like we were kind of caught off guard and we just wanted to talk. And, and Josh, and we love Breaking the Ice. It's Mike's other podcast. They're great. But I think we were, we were all kind of caught like it was day of and we were like, let's, let's just. Right. It felt like a little, a little bit of a mess, a little bit sloppy, because I think we all weren't really articulate enough. But I think this is a, a good chance to kind of get our, 
our thoughts out. So I didn't. I, well, I and we're also selfishly doing this because now you have Joe Rogan in the news, and Joe Rogan is known for what a podcast, and you have Neil Young in the news. <laughs> so now the things that are trending are Neil Young, and affiliated with that is something that's has to do with a podcast. Yeah. So right, now when people right. now the selfishly we're, we're kind of getting bump. in we're getting, we're getting in on that neil young podcast area you so know? did i see we were at 50 we were at 50 on uh uh it was this so i this was for apple music podcasts okay we were number 50 for music commentary in the music <laughs> commentary category wow so, holy shit yeah <laughs> and so for all and so for the people that are listening to this now because of all this news this yeah. is the they Welcome. get to hear us talk about ridiculous tom, tom brady, brady shit at the right. top of right. as, just, can you just our imagine, idea of a though, joke can you imagine someone like neil young podcast and like finding us like all right i'll check it out and it's just story tone part one <laughs> Oh my God! It's like what the right? fuck is? Yeah, this? that'd be the latest. Yeah, right. Well, you know, um, I think what the, this is blown. I think Joe Rogan touched on this in his video, and you're right, Russ. It wasn't really an apology. He was he felt sorry that people got really upset over this whole thing, but he didn't apologize for anything he did on his podcast. And he, I don't think he should. He was just doing what Joe Rogan does. I think a lot of the people criticizing Joe Rogan and also criticizing Neil Young are just not uh, informed enough. It sound, there were some people getting into it on the Long May You Young Twitter because I had retweeted some of the stories from like okay. the New York Post and stuff. And um, so some pro Joe Rogan people got on there and some pro Neil Young people got on there and they were going back and forth. And it turns out like a lot of the pro Neil Young people didn't even listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Right. And, and the one guy who, who kind of took Joe Rogan's side listens to our podcast and likes Neil Young. So, hmm. you know, I think a lot of people don't know, and I'm glad Joe Rogan put out that video explaining that, you know, he's doesn't necessarily support, a point of view he supports bringing out many points of view and that's why he had these two doctors on from what i understand these and from what i've read these doctors weren't like alex jones type guys these were like legitimate doctors one was the most published doctor in his field which i think was cardiovascular disease you know and the other one had patents on <coughs> um on on vaccines uh, so these guys knew what they were talking about. They just didn't go with the narrative. And then he also brought up the fact that he has in the past had people on that go along with what the mainstream narrative is on COVID and vaccines, like Sanjay Gupta. And he had a, a you know, someone from Biden's COVID-19 committee on, hmm. you know, delivering their message. He said that he's going to work harder on the, the timing. So if he has someone on that doesn't agree with what, the mainstream narrative is he's going to try to have someone on right afterwards that kind of has the opposite view. And that way it'll seem like it's more balanced because you know how the, his podcasts go. He just kind of has people on that he's interested in, has a conversation with him, which is what he also said in his video. Yeah. But at, at the same time, and I, and I think the video, he yeah, it did a good job at kind of explaining a lot of that shit. Sure. But I also think a lot of it is him kind of trying to save face and, him saying that he doesn't try to be controversial, he just tries to have a conversation, I think that's kind of bullshit. I think he does like to be... I think he likes the 
you know, working that type of shit up. And he, I think he likes pushing those buttons and getting, getting the controversy. I think he likes the, you know, the, the storm of it. I think it probably gets him off. You know, it's like a, another fucking, yeah, it gets him paid. It gets people listening. You know, it's, it got him a hundred million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, Yeah, for sure. And that's, and I I do think, I think, I guess we'll see, but I agree with you. I think that whole thing about him being like, I'll have to try to be better about the timing, have someone else on after that. Right. And and I think, yeah, I think he should. And, and say he said he agreed with Spotify's new policy and putting up disclaimers or warnings that this information may not be correct that you're about to hear on certain podcasts. He said he agrees with that. That's fine with him too. Yeah. Sure. You know, and, and you know, One, I'm not, I'm not like a, uh, someone who listens to Joe Rogan religiously, but I try to when I can, there's just not enough time. You know, in, yeah. my, in my life to listen to a three hour podcast. I don't know who has the time for that, especially about one subject. He, <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. MMA. He is, but he, Rogan is one of the few people who makes us look like a short podcast. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I think a lot of people liked, like in the breaking the ice podcast, I wondered, you know, and it was a legit question for me. Well, why do people believe in Joe Rogan? Why do they go to Joe Rogan to seek the truth? And it's, and, uh, and it was Isaiah on the podcast who actually made the point that every night you're, you're dealt out these 90 second segments of news or it's at night, it's like a, it's one person, a talking head, just telling you what to think. Whereas Joe Rogan, it's just a conversation delivered in a fairly calm environment. Right. Yeah. And so the difference there is it's not, it's not so hyper and it's, it, there's nothing flashing in your face. There's nothing scrolling that's constantly saying breaking news, you know, and I think that, and he seems to do it in a genuine way. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, he's like, again, he's not, people think he's like this Alex Jones guy and right. I don't think that at all. If you've listened, no, to I don't think podcast. he. Is, I don't think he is. But he's. But his most requested guest is Alex Jones, right? Right. right. Which I mean, kind of tells you well, me, more. Me, it tells you more about his audience than it does about him. But I well, mean, if if Alex Jones wanted to come on this podcast, would you? What What would you guys say? I would, I would have him on in a heartbeat. Yeah, so sure. But we're not. But yeah, we didn't. Of course, we're not, not yeah. fucking celebrities. You know, we're, we don't have a no, but a platform saying, that reaches millions and millions. Of course, he wants I, I, Alex Jones on, just like he wants yeah, Fauci yeah. on. You I'm know? not it's saying like, there's anything. I'm again. I'm not saying anything. There's anything bad about it. I'm just saying, you know, it, yes, you're right. He's not that type. Maybe he might. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the guy. Who knows? I don't know anything about him. But I, I want to clarify. And I'm also, not, I think Alex Jones isn't really like that either. He, he that's a persona. You know what I mean? That's that's a. Yeah. He could be. I don't know. Again, I don't know him, but I think probably it's for the fact that it gets him money and gets him on things like the Joe Rogan podcast. So he mm-hmm. amps that type of shit up, you know? I, Sorry, I go do, ahead, I, no, I just want to clarify. I don't know Alex Jones at all. And he seems like a kind of a crazy, but guy, I don't know anything about him. I've never listened to him. I've never listened to a show ever, but what I, I would absolutely have him on because I just feel like it's not really a selfishly. It would get a bunch of fucking <laughs> numbers. Over oh yeah. Podcast. Oh yeah. It's having him on here. Yeah, but it'd be B, like I, having Neil on. Yeah, but I think it's it's become popular to be like, nah, like these are people you don't talk to and these people you do talk to. But it's I feel like if someone is wrong, then like let them say their wrong thing and that will be do you know and maybe I'm right. wrong on am I wrong on this? 
I don't know. I, no, I no, I no, no. What, it's I just think that's a, what Rogan does. He he has a conversation with him, and he asks questions, and he questions them like he would question anybody else. Right. And people are probably just upset that he's giving time on a very very popular platform. Uh, to someone that they disagree with. And, but maybe I am off on this though, because then you, you could have some very convincing liars or people who are just, they're very convincing, but they're spreading, I don't know. Also, this podcast is a bad example because we are wrong in every episode on everything. Yeah, we get a lot time. of stuff wrong. And he said that too on his video. He was like, I'm, yeah, I can be wrong. And he tries to correct that. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and, and according to some, we get some facts wrong. We get a lot of facts sure. wrong. Every yeah. episode, someone either tweets or co- or comments like, "I love the episode, but you got this was not the album that that song was on, <laughs> or right. something like that." Right? Yeah, but we're not like stating it as fact. We're like, I think it's on this one, you know. Right. But whatever. And I'm sure Joe's the same. I don't know. I've listened to Joe. I said this on Breaking the Ice, but for me, it's it, it just uh, he always <laughs> yeah. And like you said, Shu, that's what he likes. So he always turns it to to fighting or whatever talking about fighting and i just don't want to listen to like two hours of him talking about mma shit you know so i it's for me it's like i don't but to to what you were saying about um the conversations thing and how long it is and why because that was what you were asking on breaking the ice why is it the most popular podcast or whatever and so for me so Luke and I listen to a lot of podcasts and do you listen to a lot of podcasts shoot or i try to but i i really don't have a lot of time to sure yeah like I, I try to listen to rogan you know and I, and there's a few others i really make a concerted effort to to spend time with but it's it's tough because i'm yeah. just running around all day and i got other stuff i got to do yeah you know, if i had that long drive to and from work like i used to yeah i would be listening i listen well, to podcasts yeah, and that's yeah and that is kind of i think podcasts have become one of the main sort of forms of entertainment now. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons why is for those, like you said, driving to work for me, that's what it is when I'm driving to work in the morning, Luke like is in the truck in his truck all day. Like that's, yeah. it's just, it just passes the time. I'm when I'm painting and I have headphones on it, it and I have a long right. pod, a podcast. It's great because I can just zone out, listen to right. the podcast. So that's why I think a lot of people are doing that. You're at the gym, whatever it might be. And so, there's that, but I also think the other thing is there's different types of podcasts. There's um, there are the conversation ones, and that's why I think uh, like Mark Maron was so early to the game, and that's why he it was so popular because he was like one of the first ones, right? Right. And plus, plus he's he's yeah. really he does like Rogan does. Like he has yeah, people he's, on, he, he thinks they're interesting, and he has a really tries to have a really honest conversation with them. Yes, and he's pretty and, open and, about and it. And the thing that helps is they're already uh, in the celebrity uh, right, world, right. so they're they already connected. They, and, and they're yeah. already connected. So even right. though they're they're early to that game, so that helps them getting their foot in the door that early. And don't not, forget, they're not under the influence of major, or supposedly not under the influence of major corporations. Yeah, right? yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like Marin, like what's that uh, Squarespace isn't going to say, Hey, Marin, you got to ease off on the COVID talk, you know? No, they'll pull their, they'll pull their ads. Like Bill, Bill right, Burr has had ads care. pulled from his millions of times because and, of the way he and so has makes Rogan fun of them Marin or whatever. Too. Yeah, they all have. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's a different type of um, marketing thing. You know, if the ad, if that company doesn't like 
what you're saying on your podcast, they can just pull it. It's not like a, I don't know how it works because we don't have any, but like, <laughs> well, we <laughs> except for one. Tiesta T. Well, you know what? Let me tell you this. We can't mention them until further notice. Okay. Okay. So there because you go. It, it sounds like somebody tried to screw somebody and that's oh. all I'm going to say. All right. Uh -oh. leave it at all that. right. So no longer. <laughs> so hold off on ordering your Tiesta T until further notice. Perfect. All right. Well, all right. So the other thing, yeah, and I don't know if that's like a contractual thing where, you know, you, uh, but I don't know, probably not. I feel like it's a, 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 you know, like I'm saying, they like like you said, Squarespace probably doesn't sign a year or a couple years with a certain podcast. It's probably like a thing where they can right. pull out whenever they want, you know? Well, yeah, every deal is different when it comes yeah. to advertising. Every deal yeah. is different, you know, so sometimes they'll, they'll sign a six month. It depends. The time, you know, could be a week, could be two years, whatever yeah. they feel like they are comfortable with. But there's probably some sort of clause that's like, if, if, yeah, if the podcast, right. yeah, they, they have there's ton, there's tons yeah, and tons yeah, yeah. of that. But like you said, that's the, not contract. Yes. Right. But like you said, that's not like the news where they, you know, they're right. It's, it's so like basically like lobbying, you know, it's, it's right. That, exactly. That's like, a, yeah, they own so the news. Yeah. If you think about mainstream news organizations like CNN and Fox. All right. So, you know, they're owned by bigger companies, which are owned by bigger companies. They have right. advertisers and stockholders they're beholden to, not to mention they are fighting for ratings. So they are trying to exert some kind of influence on sources. Also, yep. they're trying to beat like the, the Tom Brady thing in all seriousness. If you look at last weekend and it's like Tom Brady's rep reports say Tom Brady's retiring. Right. And then Tom Brady came out and said, I haven't made a decision yet. So, you know, you're all wrong. Yeah. That is a symptom of everything I just mentioned. People trying to beat someone else to the punch to get ratings or clicks or likes. And that way they could probably make more money because they're seen as someone who has more people, right. you know, watching, listening, reading them, whatever it may be, you right. know, and, and I, you know, that's probably, I mean, it's, I believe Rogan when he, accepted that a hundred million dollars from Spotify. One of the things was you can't tell me what to do with my podcast. Yeah, that was, and they said, yeah. sure. I mean, it's, it's not broke. Don't, you know, you don't have to fix it. Yeah. But they have you removed know. certain episodes of his, from <coughs> Spotify, I believe before have they, they? I, I believe when they did the mass upload mm -hmm. to make it exclusive to Spotify, they said, but we're not going <coughs> to do this one. This, like, I don't think any Alex Jones episodes are available on Spotify, like, or anywhere. I, be, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know if that's a fact, and here, here I am spreading misinformation. I know there you are, <laughs> but uh, everybody, so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be on this podcast until Luke says jars of clay sucks. <laughs> no, I won't. Well, no, it, also, well, that, then I'm out of here. Forget that was, it. That I'm was, going. By hey, the way, Daryl, he's not saying it. Okay. Also, that, I think that, that whole riff was in uh, the other it, one. <laughs> no, that was uh, before we started recording, Mike. That whole. Oh, sorry. Like, anyway, that's all right. I'll still hold rules. you to that. Jars of clay rules. I'll say that. No, they pretty much suck. Well, but. Yeah. Well, I just want to, I want to kind of speak my, my opinion real quick. Um, I, obviously if I had to pick Neil or Joe Rogan, I listen to way more Neil, like a thousand percent more Neil than Rogan. I I'll dip into episodes of Rogan once every year and a half when I see he has someone interesting on. The only thing I, I can say about Rogan is I listened to him back in the day cause I was a big Opie and Anthony guy from forever ago and he was kind of 
one of their comics that they had on a lot. And when he started his podcast, Rogan would also have on a lot of these obscure comics that I liked. And so I have a little bit of love in for him in that direction, but I, I'm not current on my Rogan. I'm very current on my Neil. Um, so I love Neil. I, I think, but I think, and we touched on this on breaking the ice and I think the three of us all kind of land here. Um, whatever side you're on, which I think it's very silly to have to pick a side. And I think honestly, even Joe Rogan and probably Neil also would say it's silly to pick a side. I think Neil has wanted out of Spotify since the beginning. And I think Spotify is the true enemy here. <laughs> Spotify, they don't pay their artists. Um, they, they, they're one of the, they pay their artists, not that they don't pay them. They pay them the least out of all of the services. Uh, their music quality, their sound quality, the audio quality is the worst of all of them. Um, and I just think that they're very, um, I don't know. I, I, I almost wish Neil, and I think he did leave because of that, but I, I wish he had put more of that. And then it, did you see the letter he wrote after all this? He mentioned Joe Rogan for like a second. And I think vaccines are very important to Neil. He's a, he's a polio survivor, but I think bigger to him is sound quality. That's been Neil's thing forever. So I think that he's wanted out of Spotify. This was a chance. I do think the vaccination was stuff was a part of it for him, but I think he wanted out for bigger reasons. And I think he took it. And honestly, I'm leaving Spotify too. I don't, I, there are so many like title pays over a cent per stream. Napster pays almost two cents per stream. And yes, back in the day, Spotify was the be the most user friendly. Now, it's it they're they've all caught up. They're all the same. The only thing that Spotify has is their algorithm is probably the best of all of them because they've had so many years ahead. But I just I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, I, sorry, go ahead. I I kind of agree with you in the sense, and I don't know and if any of this is true, but we all know Neil hated the sound quality and that's a really big thing with him. And he sang about it on psychedelic pill yeah. on drifting back that you only get 5% of what the artist recorded as far as sound goes. Cause it's all digitized into ones and zeros. Yep. And I think that, you know, there was, there was that time where you couldn't find most of his albums on Spotify. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that they were all there, then they were gone and then they all came back. And I, I don't know the yeah, exact Yeah, and it time. was like the ones that were on were, were so weird. It was like Lucky 13 was on there. And, and uh, some, Old and Ways. I remember Old Ways was on there. And then Old Ways wasn't on there. And then, it, yeah, and then you said, back, and then everything weird. else came back and yeah, Old Ways wasn't. Yeah. Was so I, I think, Luke, to your point, I think that was the main issue with him. And I, I, I hate to doubt Neil's concern. <laughs> for humanity because he's proven that he has great concern. I mean, his, his climate issues, climate change of issues course. and everything. But I, I think he used COVID as leverage for his record company and the people who bought his, his you know, half his publishing, right? He sold 50% of his publishing to Hypnosis, who owns, I think they also own Fleetwood Mac and a bunch of other huge people. Okay. They're publishing too. This is a company that's buying up all the music publishing and turning it and turned it into a business. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that he convinced them and he convinced Warner Brothers that look, 
if you don't allow my music to be removed from Spotify, I'll just say that my record company and the people that own 50% of my music support the misinformation of COVID. Right. And I, I don't want to believe that, but I, I just feel like that was, that was a big part of it. I think a hundred percent that, uh, Neil getting his music off Spotify was not a hundred percent the reason being because of Joe Rogan being on there. I think that also he just didn't, he like, like both of you said for different reasons, Neil has, doesn't like, has never liked being on Spotify. Right. Has but never he liked. Full, he doesn't have, remember, he doesn't he have full have control. control. Music. Yes. So exactly. he had to convince other people. Yeah. Yes. And I think that he used COVID to do that. Now people yes, are going to damn the same, me but for at the same, that, no, 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 no. Neil, you know, but, but at the I, same I just, time, at the same time, it's not like he's still not genuine. No, and he's doing what Neil does. He's bringing attention yeah. to an issue he feels strongly with. And he still benefit, benefits from it. Even if he's singing a whole album about how he hates Monsanto, people are still buying his album, and he's getting money from that. So it's, right. it's what he's always done. And right. that's, not, that, that's what you should do as an artist. Right, and it's course. the same thing that Joe Rogan's doing. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's what everybody is doing. Yeah. It's just like the ones who, who suffer the most from it aren't the millionaires, who, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's the people like us. And right, the consumer. Yeah, because we have to pay monthly for fucking Spotify. Right. And, and as artists, like Luke and I are in the band town meeting, and you kind of can't exist as a band uh, at, the, at, 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 like, a level that if you're not already, like, a millionaire, you can't exist at a level artistically as a musician and not be on Spotify and not try to get onto those playlists and like have right. your, although nowadays right. it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's at your level Russ. Yes. I mean, if yes. you're Neil Young, you, you don't, don't need really to be, you don't need to be. If you're Joni I mean, Mitchell, if you're Neil's lot, yeah. Yeah. You, you want to see, and he's got three other sources. He's got archives. He's got that new Kobu right. platform. And then he's got Amazon and they all do high res, which is, yeah. so it's yeah. not like he's going to disappear from streaming. No. It, you know, it, but it's, yeah. you, but if I tell level, if at yes. your level, Russ, at town meetings level, yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys are, are taking a hard hit. You know, even it though sucks. he says I'm losing 60% of my streaming, you know, from just jumping off Spotify alone, you know, what happens if you guys lost 60% of your streaming? We're Which, done. That's it. We're dead well, in the water. But, <laughs> well, as far honestly, as streaming goes, but right? Honestly, yeah, but that's like, like you need that. Them. You need that. But honestly, we, right. it's not about money, Luke. It's about it's about the people Getting hearing it. Of course, right? Yeah. So, but what I'm saying, I think this is where I'm happy that the, that all this is happening. Um, not a hundred percent for the reasons it is. Although I am on Neil's side on all these issues, but I will say, so Spotify has been very beneficial to us in other ways besides money. It's gotten our music. We have a song that has close to two million streams, which would never have happened without Spotify. Now, how much do you make from two million streams? Is that you can just estimate? I mean, just give people an idea. I mean, that's you know, I would. I, I, I think I think nine hundred is overshooting. Okay, it. so I'm I'm way no, it's not. I don't think I was way undershooting. It's about six thousand dollars. What? Yeah, but over over six thousand dollars for two million streams is not a lot two million so if you were selling your song for 99 cents on itunes that's twenty thousand dollars compared to six so in but now like i said uh title and um napster 
Napster mm-hmm. is almost two cents a stream now. So it, like the, right. and these companies that, yeah, back in the day, they weren't as user-friendly. Now they are much more user-friendly. So like I'm switching over to Tidal, it's the same price as Spotify. And it's this, it's just the same, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get paid more. And I think this calls attention now to these other platforms. And I'm a slightly annoyed at Neil for being like, oh, go over to Apple. But even Apple pays, I think, two or three times what Spotify pays. Do you know what Amazon pays? Because no. that's what I've been listening to a lot of Amazon music because I get it free with Prime. Okay. They do not have anywhere near the selection that Spotify has. Oh, is it a selection thing too? That's not as huge as Spotify. They, they don't, don't have pay, the they depth don't seem of... They pay, according to this chart, much more than Spotify. Okay. Well, they it don't have... Like, I mean, they sound... Amazon Music sounds great, but it does not have the depth of selection of artists that Spotify has. Well, when I, when I tell Alexa to play anything, obviously it plays Amazon. It always sounds great. And like I, whenever I say mm-hmm. play Neil Young, it, that's what are, where it comes from. Quick side note. Whenever I just say, hey, Alexa, play Neil Young, Mm-hmm. It's ninety percent of the time. It starts with a song from "Everybody's Rockin'." Does that what? happen to that, you? I'm no, serious. that's no, completely. You told serious. me this before. That's, that's yeah. really strange. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I feel mean, like I feel they like must have been like, talking. They may have been listening during the podcast. You know how they do that, and then they figure, oh, they're listening yeah. in, and that's what they. Maybe they were listening during. The, I had them close. Well, they the obviously podcast. didn't hear what you were saying about it. Then. Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't. Uh, <laughs> I do like every, a little bit. No, I, mean, I do too. Just, yeah. I but still, it's just kind of funny when I do that. It's usually something from everybody's rocking. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, go ahead. So what do you, uh, let's talk about Neil's side on this. All right. So Neil, Neil, uh, you know, put up stuff on the archives and he had an article giving examples of things that he's heard supposedly from, information that he's gotten from Spotify or from other sources that are against the mainstream narrative of COVID and vaccines of long COVID and children, you know, and he gives a bunch of examples there. Um, he also has the examples that, you know, we were talking about of the sound quality uh, and, and stuff like that. But I'm also thinking, you know, I, I, it seems like I am like looking for, for, controversy or conspiracy in Neil's move here sure. because he is, he has a partnership with Amazon. He has his own streaming platform. He has endorsed Kobo, right? He's got a new album out. Right. And all of a sudden he decides to do all this stuff. And it's brought a lot of, not, not only brought a lot of attention to him and a new audience probably, because you have to think, the audience that uses Spotify the most and that listens to po- uh, podcasts the most is probably a lot younger than say a Neil Young fan who like came up in the seventies listening yep. to him. Right. It may skew a little younger. Yeah. He's getting great exposure to these people who may not have sought out his music before. Yeah. To me, that was also a little suspect. Sure. What do you guys think about that? No, I think uh, it's like we were saying. I think it's it's a bunch of different reasons t- to get out of it. And yeah, I think he probably is using, uh, you know, the whole because didn't weren't you? Um, and I had seen this. I had actually seen this because I had heard it in a podcast uh, before the Neil Young news um, about the whole 
um, list of doctors that were trying to get Joe Rogan removed from Spotify. Yeah, there was a an epi- one episode that prompted that. I, I don't know if it was the McCullough episode or the other guy, but they had told him to please remove that episode because everything this guy was saying was was incorrect. And yeah, they and so but they, but that sparked like a whole before Neil before the Neil thing. Right. Yeah, that sparked that sparked December. like a bunch of of medical people, professionals signing some um, what do you call it to try to get at least some episodes removed, if not like right, right, yeah. And I and and, and Spotify didn't do it. Yeah, and Spotify did again. They need to protect their hundred million dollar investment. Right. They're not and, yeah, and a lot of people from from what I'm reading on, especially on social media. Um, spot there. First of all. Spotify is a private company. Right. And they can do anything they want yeah. within the law. Absolutely. And um, if they want to remove those episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast, they can do that. And that is not censorship. Right. You know, Absolutely. just like, just like a, a restaurant can fire a cook, you know, who is spitting in the food. You know, they, they have, if they feel that, it's going to hurt the company. I'm, I'm just citing the Joe Rogan example, but I'm sure they've removed podcasts in the past for various other reasons that they disagreed with. But this is not like people were calling Neil Young saying he's, he's trying to cancel Rogan. He's trying to censor no. Rogan. It's like, no, well, no, first of all, he wasn't trying to do that. But at the same time, Spotify can do that. And to the Neil Young fans who were like, oh, they chose and they got rid of Neil. No, Neil stepped away. And he right. says that on the archives in a couple of articles, like he, it was his decision to leave. Yeah, He didn't want to be there. That's what we've, we, he yeah, gave we've, him a choice. He said, yeah. listen, I can't be here if he's going to be here. And they said, well, we're going to go with Joe. And he said, okay, well, I'm going to leave. It wasn't like you're out of here. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's Spotify is a private company, just like Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 Facebook, and, and P- yes, you know? all of that. I agree. All of that. And everyone gets all up in arms and freedom of speech. It's like, no, they, these are privately right. owned. They can do whatever the fuck right. they want. Just like you can, you know what I mean? It's the same thing. It, unfortunately, right. it's, to, to a point, until to a, point, it yeah, it, a safety hazard or whatever. But you yeah. know, if, if um, the U S government came in and said, you have to remove these Joe Rogan episodes, that's yeah. censorship. Yes, right. because that is that's infringing on the First Amendment. But that's not what's happening, obviously. And no. uh, you know, it's another yeah. thing is people feel they have a right to Spotify, or that right. they have a right to social media, like they have a right to freedom of speech, or the right to bear arms, or freedom of religion. No, they don't. All right. Nobody needs social media or Spotify. These are not human rights. Yeah. You know, I mean, if these, if all these things disappeared tomorrow, uh, you know, would the human race continue? Would it be in danger? You might have a bunch of people freaking out because they can't post pictures of their food. Right. I would probably be in that group. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You more than any of us. I know. Right. Cause that's, I have a sickness. I got to do that. Um, by the way, but it's Mike, like you gotta you you can't that pork look look goddamn good today. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, my Cuban pork. I hate to brag, but my <laughs> yeah. Cuban pork kicks ass. That looks really good. Man. It's it it's perfect. Six pork. hours listen, in a slow cooker. I, I would know? be upset if I wasn't able to see shoes food posts. I'll tell you I'm that. I'm telling much. you, man. That was some, I'm like still it. I'm still gnawing on that. There's still some of that left. Anyway, you know, people can't have to get off the idea that they have a right to social media. Yeah, it's not a human right. People have a right to, 
you know, I believe people have a right to food and medical care and clothing, you know, and all the basics to live your life. Yeah, well, our you country, need, does, our country doesn't really. I know, right? Yeah, our country's <laughs> making that hard for a lot of <laughs> we people. We don't do that for, because there's because there's money involved. Yeah. So anybody who's saying like Neil Young, and I love the people who say Neil Young is a communist because he wants to control what Joe Rogan says. Okay, first of all, Neil Young owns a model train company. Okay, <laughs> Neil Young is trying to find. He he he's an entrepreneur. He's tried and failed to start other businesses. He's made a ton of money in the capitalist system. You know, he's, he is far from a communist. You know, the guy lives on a ranch. He doesn't live on an agrarian commune. Right. You know, he has a ranch that nobody can walk on. I'm sure he's got security out there and stuff. And the same thing with Joe Rogan, right? Is Joe yeah. Rogan a, a, a right-wing radical? No. I wouldn't say that at all. I don't think so but at there's all. There's people on there that, that say that. And these are people that are just not familiar. You know, to us, well, I what think Neil it, was doing here, we figured it out because we study Neil. You know, we're not like, yeah, we're but not it, sycophants. We don't worship Neil, but we study well, him. Well, no, we worship his we great worship moments that we think are great. Bit. No, yeah. but we still, we shit on him when we think we should shit on him. Yeah. yeah and we, that we, we agreed from episode one that we weren't going to be kiss asses. Right. And you know, not, and not so, to get just on the Joe Rogan right wing right wing thing, and not to get conspiratorial, but I do think it's very interesting that Rogan, of anyone he could have endorsed, endorsed Bernie Sanders, and then it was almost at that exact moment that people started pushing him and branding him towards the right. And I'm like, oh, he's right wing. He's uh, he's this right. Yeah. It just feels very. I don't yeah, it is. Know. I don't well, yeah, because well, yeah. I mean, don't get me started. But to go, to go back to what you said about how you know humans should have right to clothes and food and you know the medical, that's that's all Bernie baby. But you know, <laughs> it's true. And the other thing too is on either side. And again, it's annoying that we have to have use that word. But in regards to either Joe or Neil or or uh, left right whatever. It it goes both ways because, like you were saying, Shu, about like some people labeling Joe as this right wing, and Luke, you bringing up that whole Bernie thing. Um, there's also people people feel this this um, strange uh, connection with with uh, personalities who they will never will never meet and don't know, and they think that they know them. Like the a lot of the right claims Joe as their own. A lot of radical right does claim Joe as their own and says that he is one of them. And then other people, you know, it's, it's like, and, and Democrats or whoever will claim Neil as their own. And yet he's done things. No one ever is any one thing as Neil has shown us, you know, many times. And, and in a way Joe has with all the people Mm -hmm. that he's had on. So people want validation. Exactly. People want to, Yes. And, and instead of focusing on themselves and trying to better themselves, it's easier for them to sort of project these types of things onto celebrity personalities and to, to get deep into the weeds of all these, sorry, it's fine. All these like weird things that may or may not be true. There's no way really any of us can know because we're in a time now. And we touched on this with the in the breaking light, a breaking the ice pod episode is that we're in such a time now where every, there's so much, there's so much information, misinformation, 
uh, you know, social media platforms, there's so much coming at us all at once that no one really knows what the fuck is actually going on. Yeah, right. And it's so easier, all, all it's easier can, to let others decide for us for you because, yes. because of that rust, because it's so exhausting to sift through it all, to check sources, to do that. It is when you can just sit down and read the newspaper or, you know, when it was yeah. like that, but now you're right. And it's exhausting. And I think that's why people are doing what you say. They, they feel they have a connection. They latch onto it and they say, I want to believe in this person. They, people want to believe in something, whether yeah. it's God, Joe yeah. Rogan or yeah. whatever. And you know? even, even us, I think, <laughs> I mean, honestly, the idea of Neil coming on this podcast kind of scares the shit out of me a little bit. It scares me to death. Because he's not the easiest person to like, from what no. we've from, from, right. from what we've seen throughout the years of interview you know i he, think the russ i think the the you know how people will make bets like pools about a thing i think the yeah. the patreon pool should be which one of us says the thing that makes neil hang up on us because that's <laughs> it would be true. <laughs> I know yeah, I, I, i'd absolutely. be kissing his ass i'd be that's kissing absolutely his ass. me I have my nose right up his ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, I'd be a way know, up You know there. what? It would have to do with Korchmar. It'd be why, a Korch. Why a would Kooch you question. even go down that Just road? Just don't now. ask. Don't Please go the Kooch. Don't do why that. do you have to Kooch it? it would, don't Kooch uh, it. You know, <laughs> don't Kooch it. Don't. I wouldn't. I'd never roker an interview with Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag don't Kooch it. Don't, don't Kooch it. The, don't roker the Kooch. Don't roker the Kooch. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't roker it, and then I wouldn't cooch it. And by cooch, I mean make it sound like landing on water. Oh, come on. It's a good album. It's All right, let me, let me ask you guys a question here, because there was that – I mentioned that back oh, and forth. Oh, hold on. Before you do that, I, I, so you know how the Neil Sirius uh, radio station was on again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at my, my parents' house helping them with the snowstorm over the weekend, and uh, all day we were listening to that station, me and my dad. And Hippie Dream came on, and I was like, honestly, this song kind of fucking rocks. Dude. No, it you, doesn't. Man. That's like it, that's my I, least favorite song on that album. Yeah, but what? there's a great solo in there, man. The guitar playing in that song uh, so, is, so it Mike, sounds awful. Mike, before it you sounds all, it sounds very eighties. It's it's very the production is. I'm sorry, Cucho. It's bad. The production is bad. Yeah, he made. But, it, tried to, they try to make it sound like a Don Henley record? Yeah, but at the same time, there are parts of that song that I that I dug. In, so, in in listening to it now with a lot of space. Well, and real quick, real quick, Luke, if okay. you listen, I don't know if you guys have listened to the Broken Record podcast and when Neil was on with Rick Rubin. I did, yes. But he, apparently they did, they had a session that Neil's trying to put out there, polish up and put out there. He had to stop recording with him because apparently he slashed open his thumb doing yeah. something. Uh, but there's a bunch of songs from Landing on Water that he did with Crazy Horse that he recorded with Rick Rubin. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'd like to hear that Me because too. I might feel differently. Same. Um, anyway, continue. You're going to well, say Just something. before Mike asks us, asks us the question, um, because you brought up Hippie Dream, I do want to mention we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Young. We have bonus episodes, early releases. Me and Russ do a cover every month, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I put out this topic um, oh you should also mention john Locke, craig bitch and yes. mark ray right yes those are our top tier patrons they get mentioned every episode but i put out bitch. this topic <laughs> it's it's still craig bitch by the way it's and the i'll greatest. read his comment so i just basically put out a thing that says what are your thoughts on the whole rogan young spotify situation craig bitch wrote joe rogan is a bitch i would know i see him at family reunions <laughs> <laughs> <I saw that. laughs> yet That's another great, example yeah. as to why neil young is a true og 
Um, Chris Boudreau summed it up nicely. He just wrote fucking Neil, man, <laughs> which right. he said since day one. Um, but Matt Devlin, um, a longtime patron, because you brought up the hippie dream, uh, he wrote, I love that Neil still has fire in the belly and stands up for what he believes in. Maybe the hippie dream isn't completely dead. Most of all, I love that Neil still has the ability to get people talking. He still he still has the ability to generate headlines. Impressive yeah. for someone his age, but it's Neil fucking young, so not surprising to us youngsters. Long yeah, time. yes, and that was one that was one of the things I was going to say was not a lot of people in their eighty uh, in their seven. He's how old? He's almost eighty, right? What is he? Seventy something? Seventy four. 76 76 or 5 or something how yeah we, how do we not know this <laughs> i know we're a ba- we're bad we're, we're just bad, bad at what we're we do not good at this. yeah we're not good at this but anyway uh it, it's a great point and that was something i was going to say how is a guy who you know his well that's the thing is neil's always sort of stayed somewhat in but i mean even even people alana's age like alana knows about even without me knowing even without me telling her heard about this whole thing and she's 20, yeah. she's 24 and that's what i was saying in the beginning this this only worked to neil's advantage he yes. spun this into gold and people like alana who is who doesn't maybe not listen to neil but listens to podcasts you know knows who definitely knows who joe rogan is right you know i mean that's you know he's it's opened him up to a whole maybe younger crowd but and the- maybe maybe you know 10 percent of those people will stay with him Right. Yeah. You know, the, the other side of that is laughable to me. And I think I saw something online that said that it's it's insane for right wingers in particular to act whatever side you're on to act like Neil's music isn't good. Do you know what I mean? Like you really are poisoned by politics. Well, yeah, I, I saw a lot. I saw a lot of people saying like go back to your country and shit like that and it's right. like but right. even, even to deny like so we I talk, although I actually, he, he's an american citizen now yeah which is I, hilarious I, I talked to me and i talked to our other brother who is you know he recently left the band he's very much on the other side of this issue and i, I was just like kind of picking his brain because he's not even on social media now which is probably he's smarter than the rest of us for that <laughs> but he's obviously still without social media has heard what's going on and i said what do you think of all this he goes what what do you want me to say bad things about Neil? He's like, he's a fucking God. He's, I'm not going to stop liking his music. Cause I disagree with right. him. He's a, you know, how can you not like down by the river? How can you not like tonight's the night? Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's music. Yeah. You know, one man's, I, one man's treasure is another man's trash. But people are doing that. Like you fucking like, one you know, people are toxic saying sludge is another Kid man's potpourri. You know, Kid Rock is way better than Neil Young. He has Oof. way more talent than Neil Young. You know, I've seen that. And it's like, okay, Lord. you know, maybe that dude really loves Kid Rock. Okay. <laughs> Who's, who is Whatever, that? Whatever, man. I that, mean, that's what you hear. That better you know, not that's be what Dan Moshpit. That so, better not be Dan Moshpit. No. <laughs> I don't think that was Dan Moshpit. Shoo, you were going to ask us a question? Yeah, so, you know, I, I retweeted um, an article from the New York Post uh, uh, about him offering the free Amazon music subscription for four months. If you go over to Amazon music. Yeah. And then he provides links on just to let people know, he provides links on Neil Young archives in the times contrarian section. You can click on those links, sign up for Amazon music. You'll get four free months. All right. So he's offering that right now. And I retweeted an article for that. And this, uh, this Twitter nougat bole, I think that's how you say it. Anyway, he 
he kind of responded, he's responded saying, hope you guys follow his example. Now, I don't know if he was referring to us offering free subscriptions to our Patreon or to try to do that with Spotify or to try to do what Neil is doing and just leaving Spotify and going to these other platforms. So let me, let me stay with the latter on that. So we love Neil. We admire Neil. Do you believe in Neil enough? Do you think we should take this podcast off of Spotify? I don't even know if we could, if we wanted to, do you know what I mean? I think, uh, I don't, why? Because right, so this is, 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 is so you, Pantheon th- make us go on Spotify. Okay. So I think me, like, yeah, I think maybe our platform has all of the things. And if you, so, I don't, right. I have no idea so how it works. Actually, don't know, I, I have no idea how it works. That's me avoiding the question. Um, so let's just hype. Let's say we can, I don't, I don't know if, and this might maybe self-deprecating. I don't know if we're important enough that it will ever make an impact. Right. Right. But let's, let's, well, that's not how that's not how you get things done, Luke. That's true. No, that's true. I you know it it you know you know what you do what maybe, you believe in. Okay, right? so maybe regardless, I do. maybe you know I do you think, make your own impact. Maybe and we look into so it. So, do you then. think we do that? Maybe we look into it because I I don't necessarily agree with his. I'm I agree with Neil on all his vaccination stands. I'm vaccinated. I'm very pro vaccine. Um, I don't, but I don't necessarily agree agree with. Um, I don't think, I don't even think Neil knows what Rogan said. I think he heard sound bites. Maybe, e- either way, I'm not a Spotify fan. I'm leaving Spotify personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I think, for me, maybe we do leave Spotify. I don't know. What do you guys think? I kind of think what Russ was alluding to earlier, and that's, I don't know. We, I think we need it more. I think we, we, if we want people to hear this podcast, like Neil Young can do that. Yeah. But we need it more. And do, do, I don't know if I really believe that Spotify is putting out misinformation on purpose. I don't know if they are. I just hate Spotify. <laughs> right. You hate them for a lot of different reasons yeah. because it affects you guys personally because of, of your, your music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. <clears throat> I think I, I, I I'm, uh, yeah, it's, um, it actually kind of goes to, goes to, um, the, it plays into the whole vaccine, this whole thing, the whole world, the way things are now, uh, the way I feel about it. So, f- I, I we we have people in our life who are who are they claim they're not anti-vax but they're against getting this particular vaccine, right? I again like with like Luke said, I'm vaccinated, the whole thing, whatever, and I lean towards yeah. I think everyone should, if you're able, whatever, should do it. But um, I don't want to be in this world. I don't. I'm not. I'm not like excited that we're in this world and i'm not excited i'm not like pumped up that i had to make a choice like that and that uh because i'm a, because i want to play you're, music you're not a fl- are you saying like you're not a flag waver no not at all you did um, it because you thought 
because it was yeah, the right thing to do. Yeah, and then that's a whole other conversation. But and you're not going to campaign at. You're not going to like stand outside somebody's no, house or no. go to a school committee. And I don't think. And, and I don't think if you're on either side of however your your whatever you feel about the situation, I think that that should be your thing. And um. Uh, it's just really fucking tricky because it's like a right. public because public, there's not it's public not health crisis. Right. No, but it's at not. At the same time, but, you got someone like like we talked about on the Breaking the Ice podcast, like Josh. Right. Yeah. His doctor said, "Don't get it," because he's Josh had a collapsed lung. Right. And this and like the reaction to the vaccine could make him really sick. Yeah. You know. So you've got a myriad of reasons why yeah. you should but also and, and why I, I, people shouldn't also for in, in individual situations because that's, yeah, that's yeah. just how medicine Absolutely. works you know and, and on top of that is no and i think russ you might even be leading to this is yes i'm pro vaccine but i am i find it it's difficult to wrestle with because i don't want to wave a flag for pharmaceutical companies do you know what i no, mean no i don't either i hate pharmaceutical. this it, this actually goes it's been terrible for our are horrible yeah system. yeah um and this and that brings me back to Bernie and and our the medical system in in this country here in the United States is is atrocious and I've had friends die of cancer and the what pharmaceutical companies COVID yes and the pharmaceutical companies uh, their parents and their families are still with living with monstrous debt because of those pharmaceutical right. companies and the way that our medical system is in this country which is horrible and that brings me back to the the bernie thing and actually to the thing that i wanted to say to answer your question shu is that i don't want to i don't want to have to pay taxes but i have to play the game if you're rich enough you don't even have to fucking pay taxes right so if you're rich enough you don't have to worry about your music being on spotify if you're it's we kind of have to worry about it because we're not at that level Right. And and that's why I think it's really confusing because both like you said like you said Luke, both Joe Rogan and uh Neil Young supported Bernie Sanders. Right. And both of them have had Bernie on their huge platforms. Like Neil was uh on Bernie's like um campaign. One, yeah, one of his on his campaign thing. Like that's when I saw like I watched a virtual Bernie meeting and neil was the artist and it's just so weird that all of these things are all now coalescing and yet no one has a straight answer for fucking anything right well you know it's it's because it's this is a new thing even to to professionals to scientists to doctors it's still right you know they're still discovering new things and new variations and every person reacts to it differently so and and the t- that's the constant and again it kind of goes back to what you were saying about the information russ and like it just gets exhausting well it gets exhausting keep a track of of what works and what doesn't work with covid and the other right. thing too is that we only a lot of the, a lot of the time again there's so much money in in just that spotify deal with joe alone that pumps things up to now when you go to uh, Joe was already the the top podcast, but the fact that that all that shit happened makes him now it's like if you're th- that's kind of for people just getting into the podcast game they go and they look up 
top podcasts, that's what they're going to see. And then they see all these famous guests and all this da 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 controversy and that's exciting. Right. So the thing is, as much as Joe might say, Oh, well, Oh, it's, I'm just do, I'm just having conversations. And yeah, he is. But at the same time, yeah, you have this immense reach and I'm only saying that, and I'm not, I'm not saying he's doing anything wrong in particular. I'm just saying that there's other podcasts you can listen to who talk about these things. It's just that we're not, you you don't, you're not going to know about them because Joe owns the market. You know what I mean? So that's where things get tricky. I would recommend if you want to actually listen. So this is an interesting um, crossroads thing here is I brought it up on breaking the ice, but I actually have the name of the episode and the podcast. If you're really interested in what's going on with COVID right now from from some minds who aren't bought by any special interests. And it's just like two dorks talking about the science of shit. What's interesting is there's a a comedian named Shane Moss who has a podcast. It's called here. We are, he's a a comedian, but he only like interviews scientists and he doesn't interview scientists that are like on CNN or whatever. So you don't have to worry about them being whatever. And he has an episode 367. It's called, Omicron question mark with Jessica Brinkworth, who is like a whatever virology, blah, 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 blah. And they get into the nitty gritty of, of all, like they use big words. So it's not for, it's not for everyone, but if you're, if you're truly interested in like learning about the science of it and you're, but you're worried about like, you know, corporate special interests, there's other places you can go to get that information. Like you were saying, Shu. Yeah, nobody's it, forcing you to listen. Yeah, exa- exactly. Right. And so, and what's interesting is Shane used to be on Joe's podcast a lot, and he has some sort of insider knowledge on the way that Joe runs his podcast. So I would recommend people go and listen to even just the first part of that, if you want, because that, that was a helpful thing for me in regards to this whole thing. But it gets really science even for me. I, I'm like, I, you know, I kind of tuned right. out right. like an hour and a half in, so... And speaking of how Joe runs his podcast, he said on numerous occasions he bases his podcast off the old Opie and Anthony show. And Opie and Anthony used to be on WAF, which is where Mike used to be on too. So we're technically related deeply to this whole thing. Mm, very tenuous thread. Rest in peace, Mayor Menino. <laughs> all right, you guys, have we covered all the points here? Uh, probably. Not, I just, I just feel. Well, yeah, I know. There's, there's a lot to it, but I just feel that. You know, as as one of only two Neil Young podcasts, we we should have addressed this. And I, I know personally, I think that it's not about taking sides. No, you no. know, uh, Neil or Joe, but it is it is about something that Neil brought. That is up, what it's become, and, and sort of. The, yeah, that's what he's great at. We've learned is that bringing up issues, you know, through his art. Yeah, that he, yeah. That that uh, he cares very much about. So, and, and do you guys find? Do you find it? No, I don't know if ironic is the word, but pretty interesting that where the next album we'll be doing is the Monsanto years. Yes. All this is going yeah. On. It's very interesting. He knew. Yeah. He knew because he's a time traveling vampire. vampire. I'll dump Spotify right when they're getting into the Monsanto years. <laughs> yeah. Which, so if this is, your, if this is your first episode and you want to know what the fuck that means, good luck. Go back and listen <laughs> back to every episode of, of this stupid right. podcast. But, but like when you said, Mike, have we covered it all? No, but we're doing Monsanto years next. It's going to come up. We, we have a right. few interviews maybe lined up with people with different opinions on it. And I, you know, if you get, 
you know, similar to like anything, if you're getting your information about Neil from this podcast, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You should consider other sources along yeah. with this one. Yeah. The only thing is this is the only, <laughs> where your only option, right. you know, and it's like, a, unless you like speak a, French and right. if you speak French, then definitely listen to don't be denied Absolutely. instead. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's just like Joe Rogan and Neil Young and what I've been saying through this whole thing. If you're, if you're getting your medical information from either of these guys, yeah, uh, you should definitely use additional sources. Yes, of course. yeah, that's absolutely. all. You know, and it's like I don't think Joe Rogan has done anything wrong, and I definitely don't think Neil Young is a communist. No, no. and I don't think you know? Neil did anything wrong either. I think, no, Neil like did not said, do anything wrong. He's, he's pretty, no. and everything they did was was law abiding. Yeah, there was no censorship involved. You know, and it worked to both of their advantages, right? Hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they're now. texting back and forth right now, going, <laughs> well, "Well, that's pretty good." Did you see? Your, did you see your numbers? I'm calling yeah. it now. You know, and Joe's like, "Yeah, your numbers are amazing." James, well, you, you think bring, you bring think up Neil's numbers? Isn't that crazy? Well, you think you that's think Neil's going to be on Joe Rogan oh, soon? Yeah. I'm calling uh, it now. I bet he is. I'm calling it now. Not yeah. soon. Yeah. Uh, June, July, and can you imagine? The numbers that oh yeah, make. When, is, when does Archives Volume Three come out? <laughs> I don't know. You have to go to. Joel's. It'll be around that time. Joel's podcast yeah. to find that out, right? Um, and speaking to Joel, he'll be on next week's episode. He got bumped. No, he didn't get bumped. I'm just going to throw this on tomorrow. Uh, so just well, I'll just get this one right out. Um, and so then the next week we'll finish up Story Tone Part Two. So okay. yeah. yeah, I yeah I, I guess you know. It all, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter, you know, it, because we're not millionaires. I think Joe and Neil should combine their, you know, if they combined their millions of dollars, they'd, they'd probably have a billion, you know, somewhere in the billion-ish area. And then they can just give back to all, all of the Neil Young and the Joe Rogan fans, you sure. know? Why sure. not? I think Spotify, yeah. if they want to keep us, which, you know, Sp- right. Spotify CEOs, I know you're listening to this. You need to pay us $100 million or else we're <laughs> going to take it off the platform, I think. If you want to keep us, you have to get rid of Don't Be Denied. <laughs> <laughs> it's us or them. He's spreading misinformation. Them. Even though we have him on our Even episode. Even though we're getting yeah. more <laughs> way more things wrong than Joel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening to uh, Long May You Young. Uh, I hope uh, any of this made sense to you. And don't forget, we're on social media at Long May You Young on Twitter and Instagram. We're also have a very active Facebook page. You can find us on the Neil Young subreddit uh, also. And thanks to the Pantheon Podcast Network also. Yeah, yeah of course. And thanks, guys, for uh, this is a fun podcast. It's it's interesting that all this came up and made me realize how much I love talking to Neil Young with you guys and how close we are to the end of this. Yeah, we're getting close to it's, well, no. I mean, it's never going to end, dude. Releases. It's no, I heard him on the Sirius Channel talk about some other right. other yeah. thing that he's, he was well, he was been talking sitting about around. Stuff on the, yeah, yeah, the Rick Rubin podcast, yeah. Uh, the yeah, the broken record. He was talking. It about wasn't a even that one too. It was some other out. one. He said that he yeah. That he's gonna yeah, he's, he's got tons of stuff. That's oh, just it's gonna never keep gonna coming end. out. We're gonna well, be yeah. eighty. But I mean, yeah, as far know. as like timeline, we're in fucking twenty sixteen here with his album. I know, man. It's catching up. When Neil, we're eighty, Neil, when, Neil, when we're eighty and we're when we're eighty and we're still doing this podcast, Neil will be like what seventeen, right? Somewhere around. Yeah. He'll be he'll be right. some other. Yeah. 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 
Well, I'd, I'd prefer that we hurry up and finish this so we can get on to the DeGarmo and Key podcast. So, <laughs> No, Mike, I was going to say this to you. Not that we, ha- we have to pick a thing, because you had mentioned, um, what, did you, what did you mention? Oh, John, John Prine. Prine. Yeah. You know who I would love to cover is 70s Beach Boys, because I never appreciated Well, the Beach Boys just, just, the Beach Boys alone is, I mean, Yeah, but 70s Beach Boys is underappreciated. They are. 70s Beach Boys opinion. is great. Yeah. My buddy Alex, who's a crazy Neil fan, sent me, um, he's like, have you ever heard Holland? And I was like, no. Yeah, right? It's, it's. I was blown away by how good that album is. And then he, he said, listen to anything from the 70s. He goes, I know that uh, Mike Love gets a lot of shit. And, you know, he probably was maybe a little bit of a tyrant. He said, but he once uh, fucking Brian Wilson left, they they just did a whole other thing. Well, keep in mind, Brian Wilson kind of, I mean, he was around for the studio recordings. Was he? He just didn't, he just didn't tour and he oh, wasn't yeah. as involved, but... He was still around for that stuff, but yeah, seventies yeah, B and then, you know, they did a lot of work with like Chicago, like they toured with yeah. Chicago and used their horn section. I'm not a Chicago, big Chicago fan at all, but some of that stuff's pretty awesome. You yeah. listen to like Holland and surfs up. It's, surf's up. Yeah. Oh dude. I, yeah. It's I amazing stuff. Russ, it's a lot of it start, sounds like the band, man. It's, well, I was going to say, that territory, I, I was yeah. going to say if I had my choice, we would be doing the band next. The band would be good. Yeah, because the band be is too. interconnected with everything, and to me, they're the best band that's ever existed. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, matter that's that's untrue because away. Rush is the greatest band that ever existed. I and think you mean well, Rush, but the the, the last uh, two people I want to do a Rush podcast with is you guys. So, <laughs> oh, I would be great on the Rush podcast. I don't know. Who are you going to no. do a Rush podcast with, Mike? Oh my God, there's so many other Rush nerds I know. Come on, man. And more qualified people. Just I even know a girl that likes Rush, and having her on the podcast would be a winning formula because that would be one of eight women on this planet that actually likes Rush. Yeah, and you just nailed it by saying, I even know a girl who likes right, exactly, Rush. Exactly, right? That would make that you're, much you're, the number one yeah, Rush podcast. You're already off to a great start. There's a girl on it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All, all right, right, you let's, guys. Let's get all right. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, and uh, we'll. Uh, Next one is uh, Monsanto years. Yeah, story that's zone right. part two, then Monsanto. Oh, that's right. Sorry, man. All right. All right. See you guys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.